colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its border regions. To learn more about this program, log on to KUCI.org, or other programs for that matter. My name is Anne. You're listening to Operation Community Stimulus. We have with us here in the studio, uh, Francesco, could you pronounce your last name for me, please? And also my first name, uh, Francisco Barragan. <laughs> Francesco's Italian. Oh. I was born in Mexico. I'm yeah. a U.S. citizen. So I okay. And Virginia, uh, Virginia's last name. Can you pronounce your last name, Virginia? I S I A A S Isaias. Isaias. Okay. Wow. 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 That's amazing. We don't have those kind of names in Indiana. Well, we're here to talk about a, a, a subject today, and we're going to be having some, some Spanish and some English. We're going to have some translation so that hopefully we can get this very important message brought to the, uh, brought started very aggressively, which I know there's some that are, but this is just another new twist for it. Uh, we're going to be talking about human trafficking. And um, could you share with us a little bit maybe about the organization and, and you know, what you guys, you know... Que si puedes compartirlo de la organización. And I just thought to the people who are listening to us, uh, mm -hmm. please bear with us. We're going to be doing the translation. Virginia's working on her English. She, she is a U.S. citizen, uh, but she feels more comfortable, a lot of it, in, in, in the bilingual format. So thank you. Uh, again, the question is that, you know, to share about the organization, mm -hmm. compartir sobre la organización. ¿Qué quisieras compartir sobre la organización? Una de las cosas que quiero compartir es por qué lo inicié. Una de las cosas que yo sufrí violen violencia doméstica, abuso de niña y también sufrí lo que es el tráfico humano. Y es ahora en que estoy compartiendo esta oportunidad de saber que sí se puede salir adelante después de abuso, violencia doméstica y tráfico humano. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the reasons that Virginia established the foundation is because she she suffered uh, child abuse, child sexual abuse. She also lived through domestic violence, and then she also is a kidnap and survival human trafficking herself. So she knows that, that that by doing the foundation, she can help others who have gone through the things she's gone through. Oh, that's amazing! That I mean, it's I mean, it's just so uh, it's just hard for a lot of us to comprehend something like that. Muy difícil comprender para muchos. So, I mean, it, it's awesome that you've put this foundation together. What is the name of your foundation, by the way? Could we share that with our listeners? <laughs> El nombre de la fundación es Fundación de Sobrevivientes de Tráfico Humano. Y en inglés es Survivor Human Traffic Foundation. And, and I'd like to start off with giving your contact information, maybe your website or something. And we want to make sure we get it out there more than once. So could you share with that too, please? Yes, it's fsth.org fsth.org when you go to that website the website is in both in english and in spanish so depend look either for the when you log into fsth.org go into the section where you'll click where it can take you to the english portion you'll either see something called a watermark mm -hmm. depending on the browser you're using but please visit the organization or if you want to send us an email you can do it at info at fsth.org And it sounds to me like that you have put a lot of time and effort into this organization for a long time. Parece que has puesto mucho tiempo y esfuerzo de esta organización por mucho tiempo. 
Llevamos un año trabajando muy, muy duro y sin sueldo, pero con mucha satisfacción porque tenemos nueve sobrevivientes y a 87 personas hemos ayudado para prevención. Uh, yes, we, we actually have been working very, very hard and, uh, just, uh, and also without pay for more than a year. But uh, Virginia feels very happy and satisfied in the fact that not only is she a survivor, but she's got nine other survivors of human trafficking locally that she's helped and is currently helping. And also about uh, 98 other uh, people who have gone through the domestic violence. Uh, just for the people who are listening here, uh, you know, Virginia has, uh, brings together different experts from academia, business, mental health. Hmm. And uh, so that and we, she's been providing a series of free workshops to both prevent human trafficking and prevent domestic violence to empower those who've gone through that. The goal is prevention and then also empowering the people so that they have this right uh, skill set so they don't fall back into what they fell into before. And then you're totally set up as a non-profit. The, the, the paperwork and everything is completed so that you are an official recognized because I understand it's not an easy process nowadays. <laughs> no. no, yes, we are. Uh, you know, we actually uh, went through uh, big hurdles with the. Uh, we are registered, uh, uh, like you said, Anne, and uh, we're very, we were very thrilled. We actually were in tears a couple of times when we heard the message and we got the the letter that we had received the five one C three status. Why is that? Because just so the people who are listening, you know, about three thousand organizations in Orange County lost their not-for-profit status and about 33,000 state and half a million in the nation so that's a major undertaking for us which will allow us mm -hmm. to now focus on the critical mission of serving mm -hmm. and uh, serving the those who are not rich y eso es algo que es un buen logro pero eso da demostrar que sí se puede que sí se puede lograr lo que uno quiere you know that in itself is a great achievement but what it demonstrates is that anything that we set our mind to we can achieve it yes we can How long did it take from the time you filed your first paperwork to be able to complete doing something like that? Was it a quick thing or a <laughs> Es algo nueve meses, igual cuando uno espera un bebé y tiene alma y cuerpo y corazón y vida. Nueve meses. You know, uh, it they took nine months, similar to when you wait for your baby. <laughs> you know, it took about nine months to get it. She started in December and she got the award uh, this, uh, nine months later. So, uh, so she was nurturing this baby for nine months and then it was finally born. I think you're used to that, huh? I understand mm -hmm. that you have a couple of kids, is that right? Tienes varios hijos? Five. Five children? Five children. Wow, amazing, amazing. I have three, so. Wonderful. That's the kids are, kids are what it's all about, you know, when, when you do something like that, it will, you know, because uh, I. Para niños, para los hijos. Uh, could you share with us what, what is your vision for this whole program here? ¿Cuál es tu visión para todo el programa? La visión de la fundación y, y es para todo el mundo es crear personas libres con dignidad y viviendo una vida libre y, y felices. Uh, the vision is to uh, uh, really for throughout the world to uh, be able to have people who, ha who have freedom, complete, complete freedom complete dignity and and that they're happy with their freedom and their dignity especially those that have gone through the the trauma that she went through that Virginia went through yeah like I said this is I mean we all have things that none of us could imagine that so um, how serious is this problem both nationally and worldwide y más de 300.000 niños en tráfico humano y pornografía. You know, the, and, uh, 
about a this serious this is a very serious issue um, it happened human trafficking and uh, it's happening in about 162 countries uh, with three million people worldwide and in the US alone we have about three to four hundred thousand children that are being sexually exploited and that's just the children alone in the US so it is a significant issue well I think any anybody that steps up to do things to help our kids is that's what it's all about giving to your hurt you know <laughs> so that's amazing you know and if I can share one you know one of the reasons if I may share with the listeners uh, I'm the commander of veterans organization mm -hmm. and the reason what I've learned in working with Virginia and uh, volunteering because we're all volunteers we're all nine paid volunteers no one receives a cent and she's found being found uh, funding the organization herself for over a year uh, you know is that you know she went through trauma physical psychological right and many of our veterans have also gone through physical and psychological trauma and so I asked myself you know you know when I look at someone like Virginia when I met her uh, uh, close to a year now it's like, well, how, how has she overcome the issues of trauma? When we're in the military, we're prepared to anticipate physical, psychological trauma, and yet she's a civilian, and she was put in that when she was kidnapped with her six-month-old baby. She was put in the situation. What I learned from her and from anybody listening who's going through any type of psycho, uh, physical, psychological, sexual trauma is that, you know, when she was going through a trauma, she had no control. When she escaped from it, she became a survivor. But she didn't just stay at being a survivor. She went and to live her life with dignity. Not just surviving, but living her life with dignity, respect, freedom, and empowered. And so, so she did not have any control when the, she was in that trauma. And that was a lot of pain that she went through. But she's chosen not to look back at her past and focus on the past because then that would be suffering. She can have control over whether she chooses to look back or not. It's tough many moments because every now and then I know that she's overcome some of it, but I see her and every now and then does get to her. Uh, but what I notice is that anybody listening, you know, someone like Virginia, and maybe she can speak herself too, and I'm sharing what I learned from her, that's gone through this, you can overcome this. Virginia is all about empowering people to not suffer, to, that you're not in control of your life. And that's the message too that I want to bring to our, many of our veterans who are suffering from some of the traumatic brain injury, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, and that's how I met you was through your veterans organization. I was real impressed with the uh, with with the whole. I mean, you have to respect these guys that are out there right now. Men and women, by, by the exactly, way, yeah. exactly, exactly. Because many women are now facing the mm -hmm. in the trauma of mm -hmm. combat. Even you know, because there's no because of the type of wars that we're fighting. But it's both men and women. And if you allow me a second to distract sure. from this for a second. You know why this matters so significant and why I'm also learning through Virginia not just about domestic violence and human trafficking is that out of two wars 2.2 million are serving 20% of them about 400,000 close to it I expect to suffer from TBI PTSD and traumatic brain injury is a disease, uh, an injury that you can't see many times the wounded warrior you know does not know that they have this and that's why they don't understand what's going on maybe they their unit members or family members see a change in their behavior but many of them are committing suicide or many of them because they're self-medicating either through alcohol abuse or drug abuse and because they don't understand. But just like human trafficking or any other trauma, this can be diagnosed and it can be treated. And it's the amazing kind of like the perspectives that Virginia brings to, to for example. I think bringing awareness is important for, for everything, mm -hmm. you know, and, I, and especially when it comes to 
Um, I was shocked this weekend. I don't know if you've seen Extreme Home Makeover. Um, mm. it, was, um, it was about a lady that was a homeless after she got out of the service, and she started an organization to help other women. Mm. So anytime you can go through something and you can help somebody, um, it takes a bad situation, and at least it helps other people. It may never do anything for us, but if we can help other people, that's what it's about. Si pueden ayudar a los demás. ¿Cómo quisieras, cómo estás ayudando? How are you helping? ¿Cómo estás ayudando tú a otras personas? Una de las cosas que es para ayudar es reconocer que fue víctima y por medio de la educación y la información para que no vuelvan a caer en, en nuevo, de nuevo a esclavitud. You know, the, the one way that she's trying to help, uh, what one of the ways that the organization is helping is that educating, you know, the, uh, to the victim themselves to make them aware that they were victims in the past, but now to change the mindset. Because if you change the mindset from a victim to a survivor to living with dignity and respect, you now don't, you don't fall back on the same patterns that possibly got you there or that kept you there. Absolutely. Whether it's domestic violence mm -hmm. or human trafficking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the other thing, too, that I noticed that Virginia is doing is the, uh, the three main goals, several main goals uh, is that, number one, raising the awareness, right? Mm -hmm. uh, many people don't know that it's going on or they don't think it really happens in the U.S. Advocating for victims of domestic violence and survivors of human trafficking and really moving people to action. You know, lanzar el conocimiento, abogar y movilizar las personas para acción. You know, so awareness, advocating and, and uh, action. Hay algo bien importante, que uno les puede dar muchas cosas materiales, pues tenemos mucha información de 87 organizaciones que nos ayudan, pero lo más que me enfoco es rescatarlas de, de, su, form, de su pensamiento, psicología, porque aunque son libres, están atrapadas todavía. Yeah, so, uh, you know, one of the most important things that she focuses on, even though she also has assistance of 87 other organizations, is what's most important too, again, is emphasizing to them that you know, changing the way of thinking so that they don't stay trapped or stuck in that victim uh, mentality. And because, if you, again, if you, if you go from the victim mentality to survivor and living with dignity, then you're on your way to recovery. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can, you can be in domestic violence, and it's similar to, I mean, it can be the same as being enslaved and, and things, you know, it's... Es diferente, ¿no? Uh, ¿En qué sentido? ¿En qué way es diferente para ti? De violencia doméstica es diferente porque ahí permite la persona y, y si les explica uno el ciclo de la violencia doméstica y las banderas rojas, uno les puede decir cómo no permitir, pero cuando es tráfico humano es como la muerte. Uno no sabe cuándo va a llegar. Ok. You know, she does see a distinction mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. uh, and that's actually, she says, domestic violence, the difference between domestic violence and human trafficking, in domestic violence, Many times, for whatever reason, the victim allows themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I know there's mm -hmm. all this uh, physical and, and, you know, and psychological control, but, sure. but the victim themselves, you know, you know, allows themselves to be in that situation. Because one thing that she's trying to teach the organization is that there's really red flags, even before you enter into a relationship like that, of a potential domestic violence situation. Mm -hmm. So there's the red flags to prevent that she's trying to teach. And then once the people are in that situation is you can escape from it. You can get out of it. And there are people out there willing to help you to get out of it. Even though you feel the domestic violence person feels that they have no control, they have control. So there's, there's some control in domestic violence by the victim to get out. 
in human trafficking, ah, you I may see. not necessarily mm-hmm. be controlled because mm-hmm. all of your liberty, all of your freedoms, all everything that you knew in your daily life, your normal life has been taken away from you. One moment you may be walking down the street, any of our American citizens could be, you know, young children, young ladies, women, and some men mm-hmm. could be walking down the street and they could be kidnapped either for sexual and commercial exploitation, labor, forced labor exploitation, or for trafficking other human organs in the black market. So mm-hmm. the difference between domestic violence, mm-hmm. again, there's mm-hmm. some level mm-hmm. of control mm-hmm. that she wants to teach them, let them know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the human trafficking, there's really not, not a whole lot of control except when we prevent it or when they escape from it. Is that clear? You know, that's a very... No, that, make, that totally makes sense. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's more of a, I guess, whenever you talk about domestic violence, it's more of a, a mindset that has you trapped more so than than anything, whereas whenever it's human traffic, you are physically trapped. Yeah, see, yeah, and it's the mentality. I'm going to talk a little bit about domestic violence. What I've been learning, because I've been, at, see, I originally went through her workshops to mm-hmm. learn as a board member, as a volunteer, mm-hmm. what is it that we're offering, and I've been going through a series of them, and actually it's helped me in my own relationship, mm-hmm. too, because mm-hmm. this is what happens, I think, in, in a very summer, in a very general way. You know, in any situation, you know, domestic violence is about control, you know, control over the other person. And so uh, then what happens is people fall in the patterns where, you know, there's the tension, the, the aggression, and then the reconciliation, the honeymoon period. And so you're like a little hamster. If you, if you get yourself trapped in that, unless you're able to recognize that, you go tension, aggression, you know, uh, reconciliation, honeymoon period. And the honeymoon period can be something slight, but it, it's just a cycle, a cycle. But the one in control is a perpetrator in complete control by the victim themselves they can if they can recognize those that cycle they can say you know what there's always been this idea of you ha- having me like i'm having to walk around eggshells around the home you explode and you take it out of me and then you 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 say oh uh, you know it won't happen again the honeymoon reconciliation period you know and it goes back again so they uh that's so that's where she, virginia's saying you know we can educate to change that mindset uh, on average, what we're learning to, it takes about seven times before a victim of domestic violence will escape from the situation. Hmm. Y aparte que es algo como una bandera roja para ir directamente al tráfico humano, porque los hijos escuchan cómo, cómo pelean los padres. Entonces, o una, la separación del divorcio, o que los hijos se vayan de casa. Okay. Uh, she, and, and, and I'm going to fill in some areas because, you know, what she said is, you know, one of the red flags is... Uh, you know, when the children and the, this domestic violence can lead to human trafficking. And you might ask yourself, how? how mm-hmm, why, yeah. Why? I saw <laughs> your face. Well, this is what we're learning. Uh, we've gone through some conferences, too, professional conferences. What they, when they find young teenage prostitutes, right, they generally were, they started being runaways, what they call uh, high-risk victims, right? So there's runaways. What law enforcement is finding out is that any youth that runs away four times in a in a year in a one year period, they're gonna end up as a teenage prostitute. Why? They run away from home. The pimps or whoever's out there explore, identifying either whether they were left the home or they're kidnapped. Right? They could either be once once they're taken a hold, the pimps will take that victim either through deceit, like I'll take care of you, or once they move them into an area of comfort, they, you know, they'll beat them, they'll rape them, they'll deny them food, they'll deny them drink, to psychologically, physically control them. And through the rape and the abuse, it, it, they make them more of a compliant victim. So it goes from a victim 
role, right? To a runaway, to a victim role, to sometimes being the victim offender. Because sometimes, and it may happen even in human trafficking too, the, the, the young teenagers being prostituted and forced into this, when they see somebody else come in, if they're having to service 15, 20 people, they're like, oh, so this person's going to help me. So in a way, they start being more of a uh, assisting mm-hmm. into victimization mm-hmm. of others. Mm-hmm. The danger is when they become offenders. But what is the root cause of this and why the red flag? You know, which, you know, what they're finding out, well, what caused that young person to run away? Go back, the real root cause of running away is that there's some kind of dysfunction at the home. Mm-hmm. Either physical abuse, psychological abuse, the neglect of a father, but the worst thing, that the most impactful thing they're finding out is the neglect of a mother. So in the household, there's already some kind of abuse, physical, psychological, sexual. And so that youth is running from that, and unfortunately, then they're falling trapped to that. So that's so domestic violence or dysfunctions at home can lead to human trafficking because someone puts themselves in a, they become a high-risk victim. Virginia, could you share with the listeners maybe some advice that you might have for someone who is uh, suffering domestic violence, um, knows someone or is suffering from human trafficking? ¿Qué consejo le darías a alguien que está pasando con la, la violencia doméstica o que ha sido sobreviviente del tráfico humano o que conozcan a alguien? Bueno, el consejo que yo les puedo dar es de que busquemos información y nosotros estamos dando información para prevención y sobre todo que si conocen a una persona que les digan que tienen que tienen derechos y que y que las pueden apoyar nosotros en la fundación no hacemos ni lo bueno ni lo malo sino lo correcto y reconocer que hay un problema y corregirlo eso es lo más importante okay you know the uh, first of all the uh, this the idea uh, what we what the advice I should give anyone is that uh, there is information and that's mm-hmm. what she provides through the foundation. Uh, information to prevent either domestic violence or to prevent human trafficking or to prevent the re-victimization that they fall back into the same pattern. And uh, and that they understand too, any of them, any of them who were either domestic violence victim, human trafficking victim, that they always have rights and they always have the same dignity. That sometimes they may, uh, they may also have the person trapped, right? And they might be abusing their body, but if they remember, they never touch their 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 their, their being, mm-hmm. the essence of who they are. So, and we can so when we let them see themselves that they never touch their human being, the essence of their dignity, because they have no control over it, but now they do. We try to uh, support them this way, and also what we focus is not necessarily doing what's right or wrong, but doing the proper thing. You know that, you know. So always focus on those things that will get that person to move from the victim role to a surviving mentality and not just surviving but living with dignity and happy self-fulfilling lives that's what it's all about huh (laughs) you are a lovely person virginia i have to tell you that i'm liking all with you And could you share with us, you know, let's say some of the listeners might want to get involved or contribute. What, you know, what kind of, you know, what do you need, uh, you know, for this organization? You've worked a long time at it and has a lot to offer, so share with our listeners. ¿Cómo se puede involucrar alguien o con la organización y también ser voluntarios para contribuir? ¿Qué pueden hacer? Bueno, una de las cosas que si necesitan ayuda, les ayudamos. Y si quieren ayudar... Son bienvenidos los voluntarios, pueden ayudar con su persona, su tiempo, con donaciones y con cosas que puedan compartir para otras víctimas. 
Yeah. Uh, so anybody who wants to get involved, uh, if you want, if you uh, want to help, understand that you can help, and that uh, or that if you yourself need help, that's also that is there for you. She's got a lot of information, a lot of the resources and connections, uh, and, but she also knows that anybody who wants to contribute, you know, definitely we want you to be passionate about this because we're passionate about it. So we want you fully engaged as a person, and you will be fully engaged. And once you're fully engaged, you will be able to contribute your time and your talent. And really, this has been a, and I can speak for myself, and, and uh, there's been a, you know, there's days when Virginia and I, because we're all volunteers, right? We're doing this. Uh, I just recently joined her in the last year, but she's been doing it for long, longer than I. But we gone from in the morning till the evening. When we like, we look at each other. We say, you know what? We didn't earn a penny today, <laughs> but we're very, very happy with what we accomplished because, right. you know. So that's she, Virginia to me is very inspiring because she's helping empower others, and it's not about necessarily about money. Of course, that takes it does take money, mm-hmm. time, talent right and some money if people can contribute that but definitely want you first and foremost to be engaged because anyone anyone and everyone has something to contribute i think there's a lot of things that you know would have been nice to have shared you know this past half hour with with your organization it is awesome but i would like to have you to do another little shout out for um, email addresses websites um even a phone number if you if you like or if you prefer people go through the website as a lot of people do bueno yo quiero decir algo I want to say something. Muy, muy I'm le- trying to I'm I am very, English. very happy to be here Aww. because it's very important <laughs> for me mm-hmm. that information is prevention. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing because this is a topic that I've had on my radar for the past year. So when I got that email, I was like, wow. <laughs> no, it, it, it's... Uh, yeah, and what she spoke to is that, you know, the fact that she's here, she's mm-hmm. got that freedom. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. gift of freedom. Mm-hmm. And even the simple act of being here is a very important act. The way someone can reach us, then it's uh, info mm-hmm. at fsth.org, Frank Sam Tango Hotel, mm-hmm. info at, at fsth.org. And the phone number is? 1-800-617-1014. Okay. Eight hundred six seven zero one zero one four. I have it before me too. We can tell you yeah, if in the few minutes remaining. Mm-hmm. Virginia is part of a national competition uh, where her organization can get ten thousand dollars. The not for profit. She's competing nationally oh, against four other people. Okay. It's a you can vote through Facebook. Please send us your email address mm-hmm. at info fst uh, info at fsth.org because we'll once we have your email we'll send you the link to vote. Her organization will get 10,000 and there's also a walk to stop human trafficking that we're planning for October 22nd in Anaheim but please reach us out and thank you again for the opportunity that sounds good okay you've been listening to Operation Community Stimulus my name is Anne and this is 88.9 FM in Irvine California the views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI UCI or its Board of Regents and to learn more about our programs please log on to KUCI.org thank you guys thank you <laughs> I see trees of green, red.